0: Up of the morning to all of the saints of the Most High God. Good morning, good morning, good morning. This is Bishop coming at you at 5 a.m. on, what is today? June, what do we have here? 16th. Wow, we're halfway through the month already. Isn't that something? Well... We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus, for allowing us to see this great and awesome day that you have made, and in it we are rejoicing and we're glad. We thank you that you've delivered us from the powers of darkness. You've translated us into the kingdom of your dear Son, whereby you have given us a blood bought right to call you a father, daddy, for you have, Lord God, Made it possible for us to be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, and so Father, we thank we thank you for all that you have provided for us, Lord, through your Son, your gift to humanity. So Father God, we thank you for that, and we also thank you for the faith that you have given us. And Father, I boldly declare at the top of this prayer call that every person under the sound of my voice will, Lord God, develop in faith this morning. Their faith will increase in the name of Jesus. And so we bless you for it. And we say good morning to you, Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus. morning, Holy Spirit. Have your way according to your own divine will that you've set in motion before the foundation of the world. I declare in advance, every prayer request will be granted in the name of Jesus. Whatever is going on with you in your physical body, whatever is going on with you in any situation, any circumstance, all you have to do this morning is get it in your mind's eye. Get it in your mind's eye. And before you even begin to declare it out of your mouth, we boldly declare it shall be done in Jesus' name. Amen. So we set ourselves in agreement with you, whether you sent your prayer request in or not. We set ourselves in agreement with you. I am fired up. I'm ready to go. I pray you are fired up and you are ready to go in Jesus' name. So, good morning to all of the saints of the Most High God. Good morning to New Destiny, our church family. Good morning to the universal body of Christ. Good morning to every man of God that's calling in, a woman of God that is calling in wherever you're calling in from. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. We're glad that you're on the line, and thank you for being on the line with us this morning. And we wanted also introduce our team this morning that we have with us. Uh, And so we have Sister Audrey White. She will be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests this morning. Sister Audrey, how are you?
1: Good morning, Bishop. I am doing well this morning, feeling very thankful. Thank you.
0: I love it. You're doing well and feeling very thankful. We give thanks in all things. And that's what the Bible tells us we should do, be thankful. Man, I'm thankful that God saved us. It didn't just say me. I said us. I, I'm, I'm thankful that we are saved. Praise God. And so mm-hmm. have a son of the house with us this morning who will be sharing our devotion, and that is Pastor Side 4. how are you doing, Side?
2: Bishop, I am blessed, and I'm thankful, and I'm absolutely grateful to be here today. Thank you.
0: Well, we're absolutely glad to have you with us this morning. I know God has placed a word in your spirit, and uh, in a moment, he's going to come and do the devotion and pray with us this morning and pray for us concerning that devotion. We've been on this road to righteousness the road to righteousness. And I pray that you all have been blessed by the messages that God has been ministering um, to us about righteousness, and we're waking up to our proper position in God, how God has positioned us in righteousness, how he's made us righteous. So without delay, we're going to bring Pastor Sai, and he's going to... Share that word. So I'm just going to turn it over. I believe we're all ready. So Pastor Side, it's on you.
2: Thank you, Bishop. And God bless each and every one of you. Um, New Destiny, our family and friends. just want to say today is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. I don't take this opportunity lightly because when... We rise early in the morning. We rise with an understanding of who our God is, that the very breath in our body for us to be able to render unto him praise and and worship and thanksgiving um, comes because of the grace on our lives and the fact that we have been deemed righteous before his eyes. So, so this morning is a day that we get a chance to command our morning with the authority and the understanding that our God has made it possible for us to be here. When you walk in the righteousness of God, you are moving fully in the sanctification of, of his grace on your life through his son, Jesus Christ. So today I want to just speak to you briefly on the power of righteous living that that particular lifestyle is a lifestyle that can only be found in God, a lifestyle that is measured by the very hand of God. It is measured in a way whereby we walk even in our frailty, but we walk in Christ. It is in Christ we live. It is in him we move. It is in him that we have our being, that without him we are nothing. The righteous lifestyle is the lifestyle that requires us every day to live a life of faith. We wake up believing with the assurity that we have faith in God. We have faith to believe when we pray that what we pray, we shall have what we say. The righteous man believes that when he wakes up and exercises faith, he is coming to his father with an understanding that God is. God is what? God is my deliverer. God is my healer. God is my strength. God is my power. God is my joy. God is my peace. Bishop and I were talking one time, and he revealed to me from the book of Isaiah, that Isaiah said that righteousness brings peace. And faith in God will provide for you a peace that surpasses all understanding that when we come to him, we must come knowing that he is, that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. This morning, we are diligently pursuing after God with the confidence that we are moving in his righteousness. Matthew 6.33 reminds us that we seek you first, the kingdom of heaven, and his righteousness. All these things will be added unto us. There is a blessing in living a righteous life. There is a blessing in living a life of faith. You combine the two and people will understand the walk in your life. They will see the tracks of your devotion. They will see the power of the authority in which you walk in. A righteous man who is in Christ Jesus stands with an understanding that nothing is missing in his life. He moves in the confidence that Even when it looks crazy, we know that God is turning and working all things together for our good. Why? Because we are raised in him. We are raised in Christ Jesus. It is in Isaiah 62 and verse 1 that helps us to understand when he says that, For the sake of Zion, I will not keep silence. For the sake of Jerusalem, I will not rest until her righteousness goes forth as brightness and her salvation as a lamp that burns. Who is he speaking about? He's speaking about you and I. He is speaking about new destiny. He is speaking about the church. He is speaking about each one of us. He will not rest until your righteousness found in Christ Jesus will come forth as brightness and your salvation as a lamp that burns. When you are walking and living in righteousness, the world will see the light of God shine through you. The world will know that you are a child of the Most High God, that you are sanctified, that you have the anointing of the Holy Spirit upon your life. Why? Because if we be in Christ, we are a new creature. We have the authority to do, to be, and to live beyond. When you live a righteous life, people will notice that God's hand is on you. A righteous lifestyle is a lifestyle that is synonymous to living a life of faith. In Proverbs 21 and 21, he says, he who follows after righteousness and mercy finds life, finds righteousness, and finds honor. When you are walking upright before God, with an understanding that is in Christ that you live. It is in Christ you move. It is in Christ that you you have your being, your existence. You will find life. You will have righteousness, and you will have honor. Brothers and sisters, today is a day where we need to focus every day on living this life that God has come, our Lord has come to grant unto us. He said, I've come that you may have life, and that life more abundantly. The righteous life leads to the abundant life. The righteous life is a life that we have to walk out each and every day with an understanding that we are children of the Most High God. The reason why today we see it tough in the world today to separate the church from the world it's because not many places are preaching or teaching how to live the righteous life. In these last days, the world is looking at, at how there can be a distinction between the two. Righteous living is sanctification. Sanctification is designed to create a separation from a world that is different from us. So if you're living the sanctified life, if you're living the life that speaks to the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, the world should be able to see the difference between us and themselves. And it is supposed to birth forth a light that shines through us that attracts them because a righteous life will lift God. And when we lift him, we draw men unto us. The righteous life is a magnet to salvation will cause somebody to be drawn in and be delivered by giving their lives to Christ. We can no longer live the endemic life. We have to live the life of Christ as it has been given unto us. That's righteousness. Righteousness is saying Christ-centered. Righteousness is speaking words of love. Righteousness is living a life in perpetual thanksgiving and praise unto God. Righteousness is thinking on things above and thinking on things that are pleasing to God. Righteousness is facing conditions and circumstances and challenges and knowing beyond a shadow of a doubt that God has already done it for you. God demonstrated it in the life of Abraham that even when things didn't look the way they should have looked, Abraham believed God, and because he believed God, he walked uprightly upon the word that God promised to give him, a child. And Abraham believed that righteousness is the life of faith. When we believe God, when we believe his word, we we must have and must do what the word of God says. And when we do that, the Bible says God counted it onto Abraham, righteousness. And called him friends. So today I want to encourage you. Pursue righteousness. Pursue the lifestyle that pleases God. Pursue the lifestyle that God himself measures it by him. Pursue the lifestyle that at the end of the day, he will look at you and say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. We've come so far by faith one of the songwriters wrote, Leaning on the Lord, trusting in his holy word. He has never failed us yet. Let that be the testimony of a righteous people. We trust our God. We have confidence in him. And we will live each and every day in righteousness. And we choose by faith to go forth living walking, thinking, speaking the life of Christ in us, which is the righteousness of God. So be encouraged today. Paul writes in Romans chapter 5 that as sin abounds, grace that much more abounds. You see, he left to us our own righteousness we deem is filthy rags before God. But before Christ, before God through Christ, When God looks at us, he sees something else. He knows now that we have been saved. We are justified when we receive the Lord. We are sanctified as we go through this righteous living so that in the end we be glorified. Let it be your determination today that as I am saved, I will live out this life in righteousness. I will please my God by demonstrating my faith, and may the light of God shine through you and draw people to him as you live out this walk with him in righteousness and in faith. God bless each and every one of you this morning, and thank you.
0: Amen. Well, we're talking this morning about the righteousness of God We're going to continue to do that in just a moment, but let us pray and pray for our prayer requests and all the prayers that have been sent in and and the petitions that have been sent in this morning. And so at this time, we're going to have Sister Audrey White come forth and pray over those prayer requests. Sister Audrey.
1: Thank you, Bishop. This morning, we have three requests. The first one is from our brother Elijah Pete and our prayer phrase. Um, Elijah is saying he's praying that our church wouldn't operate in fear, but be in boldness as the COVID restrictions are being removed from California and that we'll get back to the same uh, process that we were following before the restrictions were in place. He's hoping that we will soon um, gather as a congregation on Saturdays and Wednesdays again. He says that um, we shouldn't be bound by what man says about the COVID restrictions, but trust God and walk in faith and walk the talk, the word that we preach. He says that um, he's praying that we would be bold enough to be different than the world, because if the world doesn't hate us as Jesus did, we must be doing something wrong. Um. So Father we come in the name of Jesus lifting up this uh petition from Elijah. Lord, we thank you for um for him your son. We thank you that he's a man who who's walking in faith. And Father, we thank you that during this pandemic that you have kept us, Lord God. You have covered us under the shadow of your wing, Lord, and we have trusted you. We thank you for the wisdom that you have spoken. Even uh, through our bishop, Lord God, you told him that not one would be lost. We thank you that that word has been confirmed and not one person has been lost because he's heeded the wisdom that came from you. So we thank you that as we continue to move forward, that the congregation will not operate in fear because our faith is in you. But, Lord, I thank you that for your instruction and wisdom, you send words of wisdom, Father God. So we thank you for it. We thank you for continuing to... Uh, strengthen our faith in you, strengthen us as a body in the body of Christ, Lord God. We continue to cover each member with the blood of Jesus, Lord God, because we know that it is the power in that blood that is keeping us. Father, we thank you for your word that you confirm with signs following. We ask your blessing on uh, each person in jesus name continue you've kept us for a year and a half continue to keep us continue to guide us continue to give us ears to hear because we know that while all things are lawful not everything is expedient so we continue to follow your word and heed your wisdom in the name of jesus we pray father god that our faith in you is truly faith in you and stirred Father God, that we do not live in fear, for you have not given us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind, Father God. So we thank you that as part of the sound mind that you have given us, that we walk in wisdom in Jesus' name. We walk in faith in Jesus' name. Amen. Our second request is from our own Sister Charlene Tuckerson. Sister Charlene is asking that we stand in agreement with her and her family for her dad who was taken to the hospital yesterday showing signs of a stroke. Uh, her dad is saved, and he is in good spirit. So we're believing with her for his complete healing and restoration. So, Father, we come lifting up Sister Charlene's dad. We thank you for, uh, in, for your intervention in the situation yesterday. We know that the work that you have started, you are faithful, and you will complete it. We cover him with the blood of Jesus, and we send your word to him, and we say be healed, in Jesus' name, be fully restored. We thank you that every uh, test that he is going through, Lord God, would be done uh, decently and in order. No good thing would be withheld from him. I ask that you would give his doctors eyes to see and the wisdom to do all that they need to see and do. In Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for how they treat that we look to you. And we know that you are healer. You are Jehovah Rapha. So I thank you, Father God, for giving the family peace as they stand in faith, Lord God. They have already called out your word unto you, reminding you of what you said, your promises for healing. You are are his God who heals him, Lord. You are the giver of their peace, Lord God. So we continue to trust you. And we're just calling Charlene's dad healed, made whole fully restored in the name of Jesus. We speak life to him and life more abundantly in the name of Jesus. We thank you for it, Father God. We thank you that this situation was not unto death but only to give you glory, to testify of your goodness that he will see in the land of the living, Father. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Our third request is from an anonymous sister who writes, my life does, not feel like it has meaning. I don't feel like I have worth. I have lost in all areas of my life to where there is nothing left. I feel like God has left me or does not love me. I don't know why I'm here. I don't want to be. I've given up. Father, we you so lift Lord. your sister up to you and we say to you, My dear sister, that everything that is written in this request is a lie from the pit of hell. You said you feel like your life does not have meaning. The Lord has a plan for your life even before you were formed in your mother's womb, and it is a life to give you a future and a hope. You said you don't feel like you have worth. You are worth Jesus' life because he died on the cross for you because he loved you so much so your life is valuable more than precious rubies in the eyes of the lord the lord calls you his daughter he calls you his beloved he loves you with an everlasting love you have you said that you have lost in all areas of your life and there is nothing left you have life you have breath in your body breath to praise the lord again you have hope in your spirit which we will we we speak to your spirit today and ask the Lord to renew your hope in him that you won't give up on hope Lord God but you would do as what's even stated in the devotion this morning that you would remember who God is that God is your healer he is your deliverer he is your father and he is a good good father and he loves you he has not left you he said that he would Never leave you or forsake you. He is with you, so don't give up on him because he won't give up on you. We lift you up this morning, and I speak life to you. I come against that spirit of depression. I come against the spirit of fear and torment in the name of Jesus. I release the joy of the Lord unto you, Father God. I speak life into uh, this sister's soul. Father, you said that you are the restorer. Of her soul. The Lord is her shepherd. She shall not want. You lead her by the path of still waters, Lord God, and you restore and refresh her soul. So I speak healing and I speak refreshing into her soul. We come against that spirit of darkness and despair in the name of Jesus. We rebuke it. In Jesus' name, Father God, I pray that you would help her to refocus on you and not on situations of the world, not on things that are happening in her life, Father God, that she would remember that you are a good, good God. Father, I ask that you would cause her to rehearse the victories that you have given her in the past. You have kept her, Father God, and as we've seen, if you did it once, you would do it again and again and again, Father God. So I ask that you would just send your spirit and raise her up out of the iry clay, Lord God, that you would set her on the rock of Jesus Christ, Father God, that you would, Father God, cause the joy of the Lord to refresh her and to renew her strength in Jesus' name. I would also encourage you, sister, to seek medical and therapeutic treatment because God works through those methods and to also call the church. We are here for you to help you walk through this period of darkness That will not last. It will not last. This thing, too, shall pass in the name of Jesus. It came to pass, not to stay. So we would say, keep your eyes on Jesus. Reach out as you have, and we will reach out to you, Father, uh, uh, my dear sister. God is with you. So, Father, we thank you for blessing her. We thank you for stirring up hope in her again. We thank you, Lord God, that she would trust you. Again, Lord God, we come against any spirit of disappointment. We come against any spirit, uh, Father God, of um, offense, anything that's trying to bind her. We we speak to the stronghold, and we say break in the name of Jesus, and we just release life unto you, my sister, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. And I uh, have one other request. We receive words. Late last night that my sister-in-law, my husband's sister, died suddenly. Uh, She's a pastor of a healing and deliverance ministry back in Mississippi, very strong and powerful church that I know is uh, totally devastated. So I would ask that you would stand with me in lifting up her family, the Jackson family. Father, we thank you for... um, healing their hearts and and bringing all comfort, binding up their wounds, Lord God, and meeting every need. Father, we know that you are able, Lord God, you are the God of peace, Lord God, and the God of comfort, Father God. So we thank you for sending comfort to the Jackson family and to this entire church family who has been thrust into a new situation I believe their church without a pastor because their bishop died a couple of years ago. So, Father, I ask that you would guide them, that you would comfort them, and that you would keep them, Lord God. Father, we thank you for all of these requests and everything that you will do. We give you praise in, it, in, in advance. You, the God of all comfort, so we thank you for comforting. You, the God of all peace, so we thank you for giving peace, Father God. And we just bless your holy name. We know that you are faithful. And that you will do what you said you would do. In Jesus' name, we bless you. Amen.
0: Amen. I declare this morning that every prayer request will be granted, totally fulfilled, beyond your wildest expectation. We pray for the Jackson family, come in agreement with you, Sister Archery, and your family. That God will comfort those that mourn and He will give you peace. And this morning, I pray our sister is on the line, the anonymous prayer request that says, I've given up. There's nothing left. That's not true. The Bible talks about there were a group of men who gathered themselves to King David. The Bible said they were distressed, they were in debt, and they were in discontent. Discontent means to be totally unsatisfied with your life. But the Bible says those same men that gathered themselves to David, and he became captain over them, They became mighty men of valor. Because I don't know who you are, but that doesn't matter. God knows who you are. I pray that you're on this line this morning. We want to specifically minister to you. I can't pass this moment up because you're under uh, distress. You're dealing with discontent. I don't know whether or not you're dealing with debt, but you might be dealing with that as well. And you're dealing with depression, as Sister Audrey White said. The answer to your dilemma is the gospel. Honey, you got to shake yourself, you got to take whatever little bit of strength you have and rise yourself up. You have to fight because you're in a battle like you've never fought before. You say, Bishop, how can I fight? I don't have the weaponry. I don't have the arsenal. I don't have the tools. I beg to differ. If you're on this line... You have the weaponry, you have the arsenal, you have the tools. The answer to your dilemma is the word of God. Yes. It is the gospel. And that's why the gospel is preached. Don't be ashamed of it. I don't know whether or not you have come back into gathering yourself in the church as the first prayer request from our brother Elijah came forth. And he's right. It's time to get up. It's time, you all listen to me this morning, it's time to overcome spiritual sluggardness. Mm -hmm. It's time to overcome it. One thing COVID has done, it has caused the church. I'm not talking about the unbeliever. Forget them for right now. I'm talking the church, the bride of Christ. It has caused the church to become complacent. It is. I'm gonna use another word. The Bible deals with. The Bible says spiritual sluggishness. You can find that over in Hebrews 6, verse 12. It says that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those that through faith and patience inherit the promise. That you do not become sluggish. Spiritual sluggards. Another word for sluggish, y'all ready for this? Another word for sluggish is lazy. The church has become lazy. Lazy. It's easy to sit at home and stream into church. Easy. But it takes an effort to get up. Comb your hair all the way out. Brush your teeth and wash your face. And get yourself down to the church. Now, as you, your pastor, I have a responsibility. And I'm going to tell you flat out, Cause I haven't missed church. You all know I haven't. It's time to go to church. As simple as that. Get yourself up. Get yourself in order. You will the the process. Well, I don't want to wait in line, Bishop. I don't want No, no, no. The process has been simplified. We're gonna keep you safe. And we, I explained to you Sunday, we're not loosening the restrictions just because they don't loose the restrictions and all that stuff yesterday and all that. I'm not listening to the world and all that stuff the world is doing. Forget that. We're going to keep you safe. But as Brother Elijah said, we're people of faith. Either we trust God or we don't trust God. Now it's time to get ourselves in gear. I'm calling the church to attention. God's calling the church to attention. God's calling us to order. To order. I'm speaking to my sister. I'm speaking to you, dear, specifically. Get yourself together. You find your way to church. And you present yourself to God. And you watch what God do in your life. Here's what I want you to do. You say life is is tough and life is over. It's not worth living. I promise you there's somebody worse than you. You find them and you minister to them and you watch what it do for you. Paul writes something very interesting. Uh, Elder Heather, she's probably on this morning and she's got me on this Passion Bible thing and this thing is just, I think, so dynamic and how it has wonderfully uh, just laid out the revelation of the Word of God. Paul says in Romans 1, I refuse to be ashamed of the wonderful message of God creating power unleashed in us through Christ. For I am thrilled to preach, That everyone who believes is saved. The Jew first, then people everywhere. Yes, you said something. This gospel (laughs) unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, a perfect righteousness given to us when we believe. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. That is what the scripture means when it says we are right with God through life-giving faith. Right with God. All based on your faith. See, for all of us on the line including our sister who said life is worth, not worth living any longer life comes through faith you got to build your faith you have to believe that God loves you you have to believe that life is going to get better and, and as you do so life is going to get better you own this line I know you are You can continue to remain anonymous. That's not important. God knows who you are. I encourage you to present yourself in the presence of God on Sunday. And you watch what God do for your life. Be encouraged. I will continue to pray for you that God will strengthen you God will bless you and most of all that He may give you peace. Before we end this morning, I time I don't I don't know I don't know how it got to five thirty eight, but it it did all of a sudden. Before we end this morning, I want to go back to, to Pat Side and see if he has any closing remarks before we close this morning. Please come now, Past Side.
2: Yes, Bishop. Bishop, thank you. And um, today was just designed specifically for our sister. You know, she may not know so, but today is the day that the Lord specifically wants to speak to you. I want you to be encouraged. The house of the Lord, we who have gathered here today, this body of believers, Somewhere in Scripture, it tells us that everything you need is found in the house. And not only that, oh, how good and pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together. It is at these times, Bishop, that the enemy have separated many from the house of God because he knows that his victory can only come by dividing to conquer Many have been pulled away from the gospel. Many have been pulled away from their faith in these last days. But I want all of us to know that it is not God's will in these last days for us to be separated, but to be in one accord, to come strong in union. There is a statement that says in union, strong, success is sure, and we will overall prevail. We as the people in the body of Christ have to know that we have to come together. We have to stay consistent in the faith. We have to continue to increase in the faith. We have to pray together. We have to, to praise together. We have to worship together. We have to study our word together. When you think of your brother and sister, pray for them. When they come to mind, pray for them. This is what we're called to do. And I want that young lady to be encouraged today because today was God's design to have these words to come to you. He's calling you home. Now is the time for you to come to the church and come home to family and be renewed and be strengthened in Jesus' name. That's all I have to say, Bishop. Thank you.
0: Amen. Amen. This gospel unveils a continual revelation of God's righteousness, Mm -hmm. a righteousness given to us when we believe. And it moves us from receiving life through faith to the power of living by faith. Yes. You receive life through faith. Now it's time to live by faith. Bishop, what does that mean? We live by what we believe, not by what we see. Not based on how we feel. Not based on what people say. You live by what you believe. I challenge you. Here's the challenge. You know, they're always putting challenges on TikTok. They're pulling challenges on um, IG. Somebody said, well, what's IG? That's Instagram. Putting challenges on Facebook. They're always putting challenges. I'm, I'm going to give you a challenge right now. We're going to put a challenge on this prayer call. I challenge you to live by faith. That's the faith challenge. Faith challenge is to live by faith. Start with what you believe, what you believe, what you believe, what you believe, what you believe. Everyone say with me right now. Y'all ready? Yes. I. I. God God Just as simple as that I Believe God Period And don't let anything Turn you Don't let anything cause you to stagger. Don't let anything cause you to doubt. Don't let anything cause you to waver. Bible says, Abraham staggered not when it came to the promises of God. He grew strong in faith, giving praises and glory to God. Praise God and watch what God does. i come up against sluggishness, laziness, and I declare it has no power, dominion, or authority over our lives. Psalms 118 verse 24 said, This is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, I boldly declare by faith it is a brand-new you. Therefore, brand-new opportunities and brand-new possibilities are being opened to you starting right now. Make this confession of faith with me. If you're sitting, sit up. If you're laying down, you might want to sit up, praise God, and say it loud, say it proud, say it strong. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. Come on, say it again. I am more than a conqueror. I am a world overcomer. I've been positioned in righteousness, and I am bold as a lion. I'm going to add one more, and I believe God. Praise the Lord. Trust the Lord, and you watch what he do. He's going to do great things in your life. He's going to be do great things in your life. So brighten up, jump up, spin around. It is a great day in the Lord. I have enjoyed our time this morning. This is Sister Audrey White, Pastor Side 4. Bishop, we're signing off. We'll see you tonight. Well, y'all will see me tonight in the sanctuary. We're going to have to determine when we're going to come back to Wednesday night live, in person, gathering because it's going to happen. Y'all know it's going down. It's going down. Y'all know me. Y'all know me. Come on. So, hey, 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 it's time to take the pajamas off. Pull out your suit, pull out your shorts, pull out whatever you want to wear. It's time to go to... <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, Sister Kathy, open the line. I'm out. i see you all at 7 p.m. tonight. We're going to have a great time in the Lord. Amen. Be blessed.